And we are live once again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Average Jays. This is Jay Justin Ruiz. And this is Jay Jeremy Francois. As you can probably already tell, we've upgraded. We sound way better. We have <laughs> worked out some kinks. It's a growing pain, but hopefully you guys will stick around and grow with us. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's we just we're canceled. learning as we go. <laughs> Episode two. Episode two. We're still, we're still going strong. We actually, I think at this point, we've hit what what was the um how many episodes did uh uh the inhumans go for? You remember? Oh, I do not if I, I think, if I didn't I know think that it means was, I watched it. I think it was two episodes, so we're now tied with with Marvel with a Marvel show, oh, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, we haven't gotten canceled. We haven't gotten canceled yet, so we're, hey, at we're least pretty it's up not there. Like at least it's not like the Cape on NBC. <laughs> they went long, they right? Got... Didn't that go for a while? I My dad used to watch short. that show like religiously. I want to say three episodes, but I could be dramatic. No way! I, I'm just gassing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess like. So where are we right now in the world, right? So it's August 26th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Um, And recently we've been looking at the interwebs and seeing the crate challenge. This is like, it is just like the easiest way to to kill yourself, I feel, or at least hurt yourself really, really easily. Yes. I would say, I would say the, the first part, kill yourself is a little much. That's just, but it can happen. I won't say it won't happen. It can happen. Um, it's just that I don't get it. It's sad. Like, I'm, I'm sad to say that I'm saying those two words in the same sentence. Crate challenge. And it's nothing it's, cool or positive. It's not like the, the 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 challenge we did back a few years ago about the, what were we, we were. You're talking about like the ice bucket challenge? Yeah. Like, like for that charity? Was, yeah. It was that actually, was not a few years ago. That was a long, like we're talking Dude, we were still in college. Well, I think we, that was sen- senior year I think of college. We graduated. I don't think so. Yeah, because I remember it being like the summer. And we just I don't think so because it was I'm almost you know what it is? It was the summer. But, it was the summer of junior year. Right after junior uh, year okay. before before senior year. Because I had just met uh my now wife Erica. Yay. Um but yes, um it this is crazy. It was it was taking the internet by storm, and I saw one, and I was like, "Okay, this is funny, haha." And then you're, I know everyone's feed is just going through, and I'm what I was focusing on is where they're putting the crates. Some of them on concrete, some of them on the grass, which grass is lumpy, so obviously someone's falling. Yeah, but it's softer than concrete. Yeah, but you're falling on the crates. It doesn't matter. I guess. I've seen, I saw some dude hit his head and just sat there. And I'm like, why? Because you got to feel stupid. Like, you have to know, unless you are a very agile person, like, it's not going to go well. I just yeah. don't understand that. I've never felt the need to do anything on a crate besides sit on it. That like, why are you going to make <laughs> why are you gonna like actually and then the other thing is like where are people getting these crates i have <laughs> oh, not I seen these crates that. in years 
<laughs> years I have not seen these crates. And now out of nowhere, they got to be like getting it at like corner stores and stuff, right? Because where yeah, else are getting to. those? They have like I've I've never seen a lay person, a layman, with just a, a, yeah. more than one. We're talking like yeah. how many you need twenty of those to make yeah. the, the little steps. There's a yeah. lot of crates there. Like where are you getting these? And you don't unless you just work buy like, those. Yeah, unless you work in like a what you call it, like an elementary school cafeteria, they're not relevant. They're not readily Literally, available. Just gonna say that. That's not the last time I've seen something like that. Like I went through high school, I never seen it. Um, I, they use it for basketball hoops, but those have holes in it. So where are you getting those? <laughs> I just, I just don't, I just don't understand. I'll, I'll tell you one positive thing about the crate challenge: recycling. Because that would have ended up in a landfill. At least we're I mean, using I, it. I mean, <laughs> but you got to think about in what. Um, let's get, let's be generous. Let's give it a full month. After a month, and this dies down, there's gonna be landfills like all the way to the brim with people's crates, okay. like crates you, you that would what? have maybe served a function somewhere are now just like a floating garbage island of itself. It's just gonna be a bajillion crates. It's just like all right. I I, I can see that. I'm gonna one up that. Hopefully, there is a messiah of crates that decides to collect it and recycle it for the good of humanity and not for the stupid part. I don't See, know how that's to say just, that. <laughs> that's on like a, a Captain Planet level. Like that's that's a real eco warrior, like out there yeah. just trying to save the world. And you know what? I'm not that person, but I hope there is a person like that. Yeah. Literally coming up that. behind these videos, picking up the crates, be like, I, I can give these the correct home. Like I know I would love to see Don Cheeto just come in and do that. And I I don't know how far we can curse. We'll figure it out as more episodes come on, but I want him to come in, curse, turn people into trees, or turn crates into trees, you know, whatever. There's then, gotta be like a way to convert plastic into trees, right? We could do that. That sounds right. No. There is well, a while back, and I feel like you've seen this, um, there was a uh, a woman in Africa. I want to say Africa, but I'll have to go back and check. But she was able to make brick houses. I think it was out of some sort of plastic material that is a lot stronger than brick. And I think yeah, could, I saw uh, that. withstand your hurricanes. So I was like, all right. So I remember do something that. like that. I think I think she used like uh like milk cartons, not cartons, but like jugs, something like that. But I remember seeing that on the on the interwebs a couple yeah. years back. Um, but yeah, but I mean, so, yeah, it's it's a crazy thing. I don't think I get it. This is probably one of the first things as an adult where I'm looking at it and I'm just like, I just don't get these kids, man. I just don't understand. And they're that. not kids. They're not. Kids. And that's I guess like, that's kids. the sad part. There's a lot of grown adults, grown ass adults, just busting their faces on these crates, man. And it's so it like. They get to the top, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then yeah. they, they wobble. It's just that little wobble, and then yeah. it just, they're taking a corner uh, to the face. Could yeah. you imagine that nope. corner of a crate in into your face, like into your facial cavity? Like that, that would like just – I feel like that would You're, just explode my nose. Like just – like it just and, be gone. 
And I kind of want to bring it back to why people are doing this. I've heard random stuff, but specifically the common denominator is money. You make it across. So I know one of them, I think, I don't know. You can either catch. Oh, so you get like a, you get like a prize for finishing this. Yes. So you got a group of people watching you and they bet money. The money goes to the winner who does it. Mm -hmm. So let's say you complete it. I remember the one, the first video I saw the woman, she, did the whole thing. She was running around. She was like, give me the money, give me the money. And then it kind of like cuts and you see with money in her hand. So a lot of people are doing it. And then I would see like people like cash at me the money, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so it's for money. So it's not like you're just doing it. At least there's a reason. If they were just doing it. I mean, but like, can you find something else to bet on? You know what I mean? I feel like this. You're not wrong. (laughs) Instead of like, Putting yourself in harm's way unnecessarily. Can you guys just bet on, like, I don't know, like a TV show that you're watching? Be like, oh, how many times are going to say the word and in this episode? Yeah. I feel like that's the same level of excitement that you're getting. Like, only one person is really truly benefiting from this experience. And that's if they are able to finish the challenge. Like, if not, everyone's day is terrible. Like, it's like, would you rather win the, let's say, let's say 200 bucks or bust your face and have to go to the hospital? Like, and pay more than 200 bucks. Yeah. And definitely pay way more than $200. I just well, don't I know it, my man. answer. Well, we, it was in a sense, like if we're looking at a chart, it was taking the internet by storm, but something else saved the day. And you know what it is. Yes. Spider-Man. If, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, Justin's <laughs> gesturing. He's opening his, like, button shirt. If you watch the see, video. The people, yeah, the people that watch the videos on top of listening to the podcast will definitely be able to see that. But anyway, yes, cool. I opened my proverbial shirt. I know it's not the correct thing. But, I mean, Peter Parker definitely ripped open his shirt a couple times. It's more of a Superman I, thing. All superheroes rip off their clothes at some point in time. But anyway, Yes. The mic has been dropped. The challenge has been ushered in. The universe has been granted this beautiful masterpiece. And yet it is just the tip of the iceberg. It is just the tippy, tippy tip. It's a teaser trailer. We don't even have a full trailer yet. And I don't know if you saw this, but Tom Holland actually commented and was like, that's nothing. Yeah. He He says, you're not even ready. He went on record and said, F all (laughs) y'all. You don't know what's happening. Literally what he said. (laughs) This is garbage because this is not even half of a percent of the movie. So there's very clearly a bajillion rumors flying around. The only two that we kind of got like confirmation on, like villain wise, were definitely Doc Ock because he's literally like, hey, what's up, man? You see his face. Yeah, And then Green Goblin. Like, you know, it's, you see the pumpkin bomb kind of like roll into view and it's like, oh, snap, only one person throws that. So, and I saw a side-by-side comparison from Spider-Man 1 to this one, and it's mm-hmm. the exact same design for the pumpkin bomb. I mean, yeah. they can always throw like a curveball and it could be like, I don't know, like Hobgoblin or like James Franco. I mean, I don't think uh, I, I was, has I was any work coming that, his way. I kind of threw that in the universe, but let's... 
Hopefully, or they don't. even got you know, God forbid that other goblin that was in the that. Amazing Spider-Man. Um, so yeah, and then there's like we saw like a couple lightning strikes, and we're like, oh snap, it's Electro. And then we saw like a little bit of a sandstorm looking thing, so we're like, oh, oh snap, it's Sandman. And then we saw. Spider-Man turned his head, and everyone immediately was like, oh, that's the lizard. Yeah, but people are saying other things, too. Like, the the only difference I've seen is in that one frame, when he turns around, and there's like a little dark area there. It's like, people are either saying it's lizard, Mysterio, or Venom. So, I haven't heard anything else, in like, in terms of villains, like, yeah. with, like the Sinister Six guys. Um, I don't know. I I was super scared for this trailer and the fact that it came out and and did the thing like it, it really was like oh you're, you're talking about the multiverse now okay we'll show you what, what's the multiverse is all about and they did it and they did it and they did the thing and they're making everyone go freaking wild and you know we can't wait I mean what is it, it comes out in December right December we got time we got time. Yeah, we got time, but I can't wait. Like I, that wasn't enough for me. I'm not satisfied. Oh no, yeah. I I for those I need listening, more. you know, these are strong rumors. These aren't like ah, oh, it's, uh, it's confirmed. They're not confirmed. This is just strong rumors. So it hasn't been confirmed. So I saw the trailer or the teaser trailer rather, and I was just like, uh, snap. And I said to myself, I want to see Toby. But then I was just like, it's a teaser trailer. If they did that, I would have been upset. I'll wait for the trailer. And I yeah. and you know me, Justin. I like to watch one trailer and then that's it. This is yeah. the teaser trailer, so I don't count it. So mm-hmm. trailer one, when it drops, I'm going to watch it maybe three million times. Take all the details, all the pixels into my brain mind and accept it. But I want Toby and I want Garfield. And you know what? Throw Batman if you want. I want Michael Keaton. I want everybody in this. I almost threw up out of pure happiness when the trailer dropped. And I very, 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 like, seriously considered going through, like, frame by frame Mm -hmm. the trailer. And then I was like, you know what? (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to do that to myself. I was like, I'm not yeah. going to do that. It's just a teaser. I was like, when the full trailer comes out and it's triple the length of this, I'll take triple the amount of time and I'll go through each and every frame and I'll see what I could find. Um, like, I don't know. I'm. It sucks because my expectations are so freaking high for this film. Yeah. It is. There's so much room for them to just mess up. Like, mm-hmm. we, we, we cannot forget that the previous Spider-Man, like, I guess, sagas, right? They've all fallen apart because they wanted to do too much. And now this one here is doing the absolute most, right? We thought, like, you know, back in Toby's day, we were like, oh, three villains in one movie? That's crazy. And then Andrew, Mc- Andrew Garfield came along and we were like, oh, they're setting up the Sinister Six. That's kind of early, right? And now Tom Holland comes along and we're like, oh, snap, we're talking about literally the future of the whole Marvel cinematic universe, like it's hanging on this film. Like we're talking about Dr. Strange is getting the multiverse involved. You know, there's possible like timeline implications with uh, Loki and like WandaVision. Um, All these things are tied up in this. Plus we're talking about bringing back other Spider-Man villains and 
hopefully other Spider-Men, if Tobey Maguire takes that that stage, takes the time to grace us with his presence, I wouldn't even freaking care if it's a cameo. If he was in it for a second, oh. I would lose my freaking mind. That's it. Like all I, like yeah. of course I want him to have a full role and do a bunch of cool stuff. He would be cool as like older Spider-Man and like you know whatever whatever. But if he was just in the movie just for a little bit, I'd be so happy. I I I am on the same boat as you, dude. Um like and we've talked about this a while back like and it, this is kind of like me thinking of how if you ever remember the early parts of the TV show Flash, uh, when uh, Barry Allen goes to a different Earth and then he sees the other Flash that looks like his dad, like I would like to see, like Tom Holland Spider Man see Toby and be like, "Wow, you look like Uncle Ben." <clears throat> like that would be a nice little thing. That's just a that's just a personal thing I would like to see. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my pitch real quick. Oh, go ahead. This is this is this is the new. Spider Man, Spider Man, No One Home, No No One's Home, Spider Man, No One's Home. That's the the fan the fan movie. Spider Man, No One's Home. Okay, so we're gonna start off. FYI, everyone, I've given my prediction for each Spider Man movie that has come out so far. I've been wrong on each one, but this time I'm gonna get it right. Third time's a charm. So anyway. All right. <laughs> Nice opening, right? It's probably that scene of Spider-Man and MJ on the roof that they showed in the trailer, and they're like, you know, talking about the different Spider-Man powers. Blah, blah blah blah. Fine. Further down the story, right? Asks Doctor Strange to do the whole spell thing. He's like, all right, I'm gonna do it, and then they mess it up, right? Okay. In the mess up, I want to see kind of akin to like into the spider-verse where you see the different timelines overlapping almost and it looks like we might be getting some sort of that in what's going on in the teaser uh, obviously it's too early to tell but i want to see things overlapping right i want each villain and it looks like we're getting that too i want each villain to have their like terminator moment you know like when the terminator comes back to the past and it's like uh-huh. it just focuses on his little journey he comes in little ball of lightning and then he's like oh snap naked guy in an alleyway see i want that i want them to land on this timeline for some reason they're looking around like what the heck's happening and then they have to kind of like piece it together like oh no this happened i'm here this is a fresh start so if they each got their own little vignette and kind of like came together. But then, on top of that, see, all these things that I'm saying right now are pretty, pretty feasible. Right? I think, so far, I think I'm, I'm with you. so far, right? I want Uncle Ben to come back. And Uncle Ben, one. Uncle Ben, we've never seen Uncle Ben in the Tom Holland movies. I want Uncle Ben to come back. And be one of the Spider-Men. Like, I want to push it. I want him to be like Spider-Man. I want him to be like Cowboy Spider-Man or something. I want him to be a ridiculous Spider-Man from like a crazy random timeline. And they plop him in. So like a new timeline. Yeah, something like that. And Peter's like, whoa, what? I want glimpses. Glimpses. I'm not talking about full movies worth. I want glimpses of Spider-Men. 
Like I want to see not only obviously your Toby and uh, and Andrew Garfield, but I want to see like the Sony uh, Marvel Spider Man the the video game one. There's no reason they oh. can't include that. I need to see Into the Spider Verse Spider Man. I want him. If they could do something where like they show him coming out of the cartoon and then he drops down and he's like real life and it's the kid who actually voiced him. Yes. Give me that. If I didn't get Andrew Garfield, you know who I want? I want Emma Stone to come in Uh, as Spider-Gwen. That is probably the most reasonable thing you said in this pitch. That is the only thing I would take over Andrew Garfield. If they were like, oh, we couldn't get Andrew Garfield. He was being a whatever. And they got Emma Stone? Mm. To do Spider-Gwen? Or even, you know what? If they got Haley Steinfeld, who voiced Spider-Gwen in um, the cartoon in Whoa, Into the Spider-Verse. She's already, she's already in there. She's already in there. She's already in there. She's she's the uh, Hawkeye's daughter, so it might be a little whatever. But give me Spider-Gwen. Give me spider I want her to jump down, save Tom Holland, Peter Parker, and be like, dude, what the hell is going on? Give me that. Give me that. Give me all the rumored Spider-Man. Childish Gambino as Miles Morales. Give me Jake Gyllenhaal as OG Spider-Man because he was a thing. I'll do you one better. Childish Gambino, not as Miles Morales, but as Peter Parker, when just to blow people's minds. Or yeah, give me that. Give me give me black Peter Parker. I I would like that. Give me all of the rumors, everything. I want this movie to assault my sense of vision. With so many things on screen happening at once. I want it to almost be. I want it to almost not make sense. That's how crazy I want this to get. I want it to be somewhere in between. You remember when like Inception came out. Everyone was like oh was it a dream is it not a dream. Like you want I want it. Like I want it to be that level of confusion. Like I want it to, to be like. oh, or to what? the movie. To, to everything. I want to walk out of there. <laughs> I want to walk out of there and be like. Did I just trip acid. Like, did I really just see all of those colors? Did they just invent a new color that I saw mm. in front of me? Like, I want that. I want utter confusion. And I want to walk out of there and be like, what did I watch? And I want to have to spend hundreds upon thousands of dollars figuring it out, watching it time and time again. And like then Charlie with the theories. Yes. And then only to under, only to be like, oh, you know what? I just need more tie-in comics and memorabilia. Like I want to submit to Spider-Man No Way Home. I want it to dominate my body and soul because it looks like it can get there. Maybe I'm just, you know, I'm just one guy. Maybe I'm just going a little off the walls with what I want. You're not just one guy. I'll tell you this though. It's kind of like, if we're just looking at the MCU line, like we saw Avengers, we saw our maker then we saw Avengers 2, we saw our maker. Then we saw Civil War, and then we saw our maker. But then I was like, oh, someone's in the house. Anyway. Um, then we Do saw you know Ed- who's in the house, or are you just I don't know. hoping they're not going to hurt you? <laughs> I'm just going to stay here with my water. But I'll say this. We saw Endgame, and we saw the face of our maker with his hand, with his right hand. I want this to be like... I want to see our maker with his right hand and his left hand. 
and then whatever MCU comes up with in the future, maybe the rest of his body, maybe just his chest. Hmm. That's that's the only way I can describe it. Just it needs to do that to your brain. Maybe it could just blind us, so that is the last movie we see. But I don't want it to be the last movie. I I'm expecting a real like nerd nerd yell tear moment where like Avengers Avengers one where the Hulk turns around and he's like I'm always angry and you're like and like you know yeah. he punches or in the aforementioned beautiful masterpiece Avengers Endgame when he finally says assemble I'm expecting another one of those moments to stab myself through the eyes and just make me cry I, I want I want so much emotion like I said I, I want to not understand what is going on okay. I want it to just assault my eyes there needs to be crazy things happening I my expectations are extremely high and I I can't wait I'm hoping that they meet it truly 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 I'm I'm happy that it's it's coming out that it's soon if you think about it and the like we're as adults Time moved yeah. very quickly for us. Like they, like I just realized, Shang Chi is coming out next like, next week. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, if you think but, about it, next week is September. Yeah, so it's coming out next week, and yeah, we we got time. We got time. We just need to survive this. That's all. Yeah, this we just need to stay we- stay in the house, not touch or breathe on anything, and just stay in the fetal position, sipping water and eating like. I don't know, like, like rice sugar cake, water, like something, yeah, like something safe, like yeah. We just need Let's to get stay some there. <laughs> yeah, some saline and just Listen, not even just so you don't choke. Just it's in your bloodstream already. No, you don't forget. All, yeah, exactly. IV it. Just yeah, just and just stay IV, and you just sit in a room. Just sit in a room. But just let you know, we have to be moving a little bit so we don't atrophy. We just we want to just. No bed sores. Yeah. 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 No atrophy, no bed sores. Like every morning, get up and do 10 minutes of stretching, and that's it. That's the maximum amount of time you're allowed to move. You need to have buckets for the bathroom next to you. There's like you (laughs) need to. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. You are tapped into your IV. So look, look, you're going to lose a lot of weight and you're going to look fantastic. And you're gonna survive to see Spider-Man. That's it. Exactly. Just don't get pulled out of the Matrix. That's all. Exactly. Don't unplug yet. So, I mean, talking about Matrix, I guess, is a really good segue. And movies in general, you went ahead without me, and you saw Free Guy. I did go. I should have just went to Florida and see you. Because hey, yeah. guys, I'm from New York, and Justin's originally from New York, but um, the world, the universe, called him to Florida. He'll be back one day. But anyway. Yeah. Yes, I saw Free Guy, and it's Ryan Reynolds. Like it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um, I don't want to talk too much about without spoiling. It was very mm-hmm. well done. Like it's kind of a different version. Like you saw Ready Player One, right? Yes. It's it. Think of it as like that. Like you go into the movie as a game nerd, you know everything they're saying. I'm in the movie theater with my cousin and then uh, my fiance Gabby. I think halfway through the movie, she was like, what's an NPC? And I looked at her and I was like, not playing my character. <laughs> you were and, like, shut up. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, so like I didn't even like I wasn't even disgusted. I was just like I felt good. Like she didn't know this. Let me share this with her. Yeah, yeah. But it's really cool, and we already know the premise of the story. Uh, an NPC becomes self-aware and starts, you know, hanging out with a the, one of the main characters who is a player. Um, one of the things I will tell you, not really a spoiler, it's like in the beginning of the movie. The 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 way they're differentiated is the players wear sunglasses, where the NPCs don't. Because they can see everything, like how to start a mission or how to do other things or get money. NPCs don't see any of that because to them, it's like literally the Matrix. They're in. It's like that's literally what I thought about the Matrix because he was in there and he's like, what? This is all fake. Uh, it's it's really dope. Super well done. Like literally at the end of the movie, I was like, that's crazy. Disney. And then I was like, wait, this is made by Disney. And then I said to myself, because, and you've heard this, that they're going to make another movie. Personally, I think they shouldn't. It just needs to be done. It was good. It should be safe. And what bothered me, and you remember Taika Waititi's character. He's like a money-hungry Scrooge. What bothered me is that whoever made the choice to make a sequel didn't learn from the movie of the money-hungry character. Not to spoil it, but we already know how it ends. You see the bad guy lose, and you still decide (laughs) to make a sequel. And it's like, why? It was good in itself. That's like saying, oh, and which people are talking about this. Let's make a Legend, uh, I Am Legend reboot. It's still a pretty modern, good modern classic. Why would you mess with that? I feel like, yeah, like it's, like that in particular does not need to get touched. Um, I mean, Free Guy. It's funny because when I first saw the, I don't know, like coming attractions and commercials and mm-hmm. stuff. It was there's a lot of commercials with it. And there's, typically, he did seventy five, seventy five. Tip, typically, that means you know it's not good. You know when you see it everywhere, that's like yeah. them trying to get you to the theater to go watch it because it's not great. So I kind of wrote it off. I was like, oh, it's just another Ryan Reynolds film. Like I'm sure it'll just be funny for the moment and then like you know it's not gonna win any awards but then it came out and all the reviews were saying like it's pretty good then they have some pretty cool cameos that i know about i won't spoil it but Mm. they have some cameos in there and like then it got greenlit for the sequel and i was like whoa this kind of took the world by storm after two weeks pandemic the pandemic world yeah and it broke the record right for the pandemic box office i think yeah you know I feel like the pandemic has given us a lot of stuff, like, you know, movies and shows and stuff like that. Free Guy, I mean, was a like a darling. Before that, I know Black Widow had broke the box office. Um, but one thing I just have to touch on since we're talking about movies, yeah. which I felt like was a super... I, I don't know. I didn't really have expectations for it, but it was still kind of a letdown. I saw Space Jam... A new legacy. Mm. And like I think people should go see it because there are some points where it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. But like 90% of the movie is like really, really bad acting. From someone specific or just in general? And you can so, say because I I've so heard. all the humans, all the humans in the movie, except for Don Cheadle. Which he definitely overacts like a lot 
of it, it on but purpose, I think though. The, it, you, that's you the thing. That? I think it's on purpose. He's like an over the top character, so I think it's like it's for it. But um, he's he's definitely outshines every single human being in that in that movie. But there's just so much like there's cool cameos, like exactly like Ready Player One, like exactly like that. Like at one point, you see King Kong fist bump the Iron Giant, and it's kind of like, oh, that's cool. And when they yeah. pan through the through the audience of like the people that are watching the game, you see everyone from like different types of Batman's to like and the Joker and Superman and stuff like that to like I'm I'm getting mixed up because I was gonna say Gremlins and that was in Ready Player One, um, but there's like so many I can't even think of it because I remember while I was watching it I was like whoa that's crazy there's so many different characters. For all ages, and everyone's gonna know a bunch of them. Um, oh, the clown from It is in there at one point. Like, yeah, it's just—it's funny. Like, you can see, yeah, it's all the WB properties, so it's—it's a, it's a lot. Um, but it was just like the exact opposite of what you're explaining to me with Free Guy. Like, Free Guy, I felt like was something that I, I don't think I was the only person. I think a lot of people kind of wrote it, wrote it off, and we're just like, oh, I guess we'll see when it comes out, and then it ended up being great, and then. With Space Jam, I feel like the consensus was like, oh, this is kind of like a cash grab. And then you went and saw it, and it was like, oh, yeah, it was. Like, it's this is not great. It's not what the old one was. Like, like the Looney Tunes were good, obviously, because they're Looney Tunes, you know? Yeah. And if you like Looney Tunes, you, you like it. There's a lot of, like, fun parts in it. But, yeah, the whole, like, I just don't think LeBron did a great job in the acting bits. The story was super weird um, and, like, kind of forced sometimes. Um, I just felt like it, it It really wasn't Space Jam. Like, it was weird. And let me ask you a question. Or let me say something and then ask you a question. So I didn't see it because I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. And you knew this, like, I think back in college when we were talking about how, like, there was just this sprinkle, this, this uh, hint of, oh, there's going to be another Space Jam with LeBron. Yeah. And I was... I immediately was like, yo, shut that down. Like, we don't want that. Obviously, fast forward to now, it's out. I didn't really care. And I remember talking to some of my coworkers, and then they brought up a good point. So for me, Space Jam will always be the original. But then I'm pretty sure people felt the same way when it, it came out, but there was nothing for it to look back to. Space Jam 1 was the first Space Jam. Because I feel, I feel like if we were... Like, the kids today that are looking up to LeBron, that's their, I would say that's their Space Jam. Like, that's how I would say it. Yeah. Um, did you go back and watch Space Jam 1 after seeing that? Just to to refresh, remember, and compare? Like, So I watched Space Jam it. 1. I've watched, I watched, like, to compare, I watched Space Jam 1 a couple weeks before I watched okay. uh, New Legacy. So they were both very fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, I went, uh, and... It's still original trumps it. Like if you're looking oh, at a, it as a film. As okay, so as a film, like at the core, they're basically the yeah. same, right? Like basketball player okay. gets sucked into this game with made up characters. Um where I think the first one excelled was that and maybe it was a product of the time, like Looney Tunes, I feel yeah. like were still really, really popular at that time. Um, they were going through like their second wave or, you know, because from when they were made in like the forties, clearly they've always had a presence, but I think in like the nineties, 
They had, you know, all those other WB shows and Looney Tunes were still pretty prevalent. So I think they capitalized it, you know, really well. And it did great. I mean, look, Michael Jordan is not winning any freaking Oscars, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the soundtrack to that, as well as the the movie itself, had a much, definitely a broader appeal for sure. Because if you're an adult going to see this movie, there's almost nothing for you. If you're an yeah. adult seeing this movie, the only thing that you could cling on to are like the cool little cameos. Whereas before, yes. I felt like if you were an adult and you liked Looney Tunes, the entire movie you can find some sort of respite in it because it's Looney Tunes. If yeah. you don't like basketball, if you don't like Michael Jordan, which at that time was like impossible, but whatever, you if you liked Looney Tunes, you were going to have a great time. Here, it's very much like the Looney Tunes take a back seat, um, or at least that's what I felt like. It's a very LeBron-heavy story with his kid. Um, the kid is like a um, – the whole thing is like the kid is a uh, – like a video game programmer, want, he's aspiring to be a video game programmer, make video games, and LeBron's just so like hardcore on him, like no, you got to do basketball, blah blah blah, like come on, like you got to practice, do all this stuff, and it was just like it, it felt forced. I was just like, gonna say it felt shoehorned into it. Yeah, like it's like they they had the idea and then they backed into it, like how they were gonna get there, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. There was that. I mean, the Looney Tunes definitely have some good. Um, some good like a uh, dialogue and stuff. There's a whole Porky Pig rap scene, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, like he does like a rap battle and it's amazing. Um, all the Looney Tunes are hiding out in different areas of like Warner Brother properties. So when they go and pick up the Looney Tunes, it's cool. Like each one of them okay. ha- is in like their own thing. And that's fun. That's the fun part because okay. of the cameos, right? I mean, do you care if I say anything? No, go like, ahead. So, like, Lola Bunny is training with the Amazons uh, with Wonder Woman. Mm. Like, that was really cool to see. I like that. You know? Like, that was really fun. And then everyone else has, like, their own thing. And they're all hidden throughout. Most of them are, like, in, like, superhero worlds or whatever. But they're hidden throughout the WB. Like, they called it the serververse, right? Because it's all computers and crap. So, So, that was fun. But the actual movie, like, the game was kind of garbage like there was uh, weird like little power-ups and it was like it seems like this so- kid was ba- this kid was basically making like 2k but like with power-ups and stuff and then don Cheeto was like oh we're gonna use that and you're gonna play in the game it was it was a lot it kind of sucked yeah anyway. i think it was too much i think there were it was seems like too much i don't know like whoever was behind this story that you're describing to me like it the writers like- were yeah, it felt like people were like, oh, what do millennials like? Yeah. Right? And they were like, oh, nostalgia. And then they were like, what do kids nowadays like? And they were like, okay. video games. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, all that. boom. And yeah. Because I think it what just this didn't come lost, off, right? Because, like, if we, even though Space Jam 1 and 2 are in a sense the same, but it, 2 doesn't have the magic that 1 had where it was sincerity. Because, yeah, no. Even though we don't, you know, care about the person who sings that song that I'm not going to name, but we all love that song. And that matches. And I'm pretty sure it was made for the movie. So it's like it hits. My, like everything was genuine. The the Looney Tunes were genuine. The, the fact that Michael Jordan goes into this cartoon world, that to me was magic. 
the fact that in this one, LeBron, it just seems like, okay, to explain this, it's science, uh, video. Like, Michael Jordan That's going exactly. into this world, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's magic. It's a cartoon verse. Like, when I was younger and I saw this, I was just like, I believed in my mind as a young, dumb child. I was like, yo, underground, Looney Tunes are there. Like, I was like, yep. anything cartoon-related is underground. <laughs> and so, like, I wanted and to dig the- my way there. And that was the thing, right? It was the it was uh, how genuine it was. They had a reason to bring Michael Jordan in, right? Mm-hmm. Looney Tunes got invaded by some tune aliens. They were like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna take you, or whatever." And they were like, "Oh, play us for it." And they were like, "Oh, we're gonna play them in basketball because they're super short." And it was it made sense, you know. So the whole story had a nice flow. Whereas here, it was like, "How do we get Michael Jordan to play basketball with Looney Tunes?" And then they backed out. And they were like, okay, we can make it. This happens, then this happens, and this happens. It didn't have a good flow into the whole, like, why he was there. Because it's like Don Cheeto is like this AI inside the WB servers. And, you know, he wants LeBron to be the promoter for their new um, app streaming service. And it's like, okay. The whole thing, honestly, was almost like a – commercial yeah as weird as that sounds the whole thing you said that i was like the whole thing is like from that moment like when you figure out what the the overarching and it's like the first 10 minutes the overarching uh like plot is it feels like it's one big commercial for a wb streaming service yeah yeah it wasn't awesome but now kind of segueing from streaming and movies to streaming versus movies there's been a lot of like hiccups and kind of like oh no nos with a lot of uh yeah with with streaming and and movies and like movies coming out same day on both streaming platforms and movie theaters. Yeah. So like I, I remember like back when we I was like was it the middle? We were in the middle of our pandemic. I'll say around December when let's say when Wonder Woman 2 dropped. So they're like, yeah, we're going to put that in our streaming service, HBO Max, and what do you call it, uh, in theaters. Theaters. And they were like, all right, cool. They're, they're trying to figure something out. And it does well. But the only thing is they paid, you know, the people that made the movie their cut. But that was a one-time thing. And what's crazy is WB decided to be like, hey, Anytime these movies drop, it's going to come out on, on our streaming service. And then immediately after that, all the directors for those movies, specifically, what comes to mind is uh, the movie for Dune, uh, uh, the director for Dune, uh, Dennis Villanueva. He's like, I don't want that. Like, our yeah. deal was for theaters. And it's crazy. And then a lot of people, you got like Scorsese and everyone just like, streaming is not the way to go. And then you got people like Feige, it's like, streaming is the way to go. And... I don't want to, like, I like Martin Scorsese. I like the old school uh, uh, directors. But they have to, personally, I feel like they have to realize, because they sound very pretentious at this point. Because you got to remember, they were young pups one day, too. Now they're the big dogs. And it's just like, nah, you, I personally, if I was sitting in the room, I probably wouldn't say this because I'd be, like, pooping my brains out sitting, sitting in front of them. But it's like, you need to chill. Because your movies are still playing somewhere in the background, and you're still getting money from those. Yes, uh, um, one of my friends uh, gave me an example. Like back in the day when syndication was a thing, 
friends, they get that money. It's still playing on TBS. They're still making their TBS money. Office was making Office. You got like they're still playing on USA. They're still on Comedy Central. They're still making that money. And then Peacock came out with their streaming platform, and then they like let's take it back. I don't know what the the deal is there, but I'm sure that like the Office actors get their their royalties and whatnot, but not yeah, as much as their syndication. Be. Their syndication is probably what gets their most money. And and we all know, and you know the story with uh, uh, ScarJo. Scarlett Johansson, for those who don't know, you should know this. She's Black Widow. Anyway, the story was she wanted to reach out to Disney, not Marvel Studios, guys, Disney, to be like, yo, let's renegotiate because the pandemic hit everybody. And she got no response. And that's why she's suing them. Because to me, in my head, Disney's just sitting there like, oh, someone's emailing us. And they just look the other way. It's Scarlett Johansson. If you're getting an email from someone like her, she's trying to just renegotiate. She didn't say, give me money. She just wanted to renegotiate because it sucks that her money only came from theaters, but then you're going to put it on the, on streaming. And not only just streaming, streaming that premium, you have to pay for it. So you're telling me Disney's going to be greedy? Like, I love Disney, but like, come on. You're going to be greedy and just take that money and not do that? So... I'm pretty sure I haven't kept up with it in a while, but they're still doing. I don't know what's going on between the two. I don't know if it's yeah. So a, a it's court. it's still yeah. yeah, it's still happening. I read it. I read something today or yesterday. It's still happening. The lawyer, um, like ScarJo's lawyer, yeah. is um, proceeding with like whatever legal stuff. Um, but apparently, it was part of her contract that it would only release in theaters, and Disney kind of went backwards on that and said, well, we're going to do whatever the hell we want anyway. Yeah. So that's the premise that they're kind of going with for the lawsuit because it was like, hey, you know, you kind of disregarded this portion of the contract. Like we should have renegotiated and I should be getting more money now because her, I guess her just like her fee or her whatever, you know, salary um, was coming out of the, Theatrical release. Yeah. Yeah, the ticket sales. So because of that, clearly the ticket sales were awful. And I mean, listen, I'm not crying over how much money she did or didn't make because I'm sure she's making more than I am. But, you know, but that's not like strictly speaking, that's not cool. You don't do that. Yeah. Um, Also, side note, I don't know if you've seen Scarlett Johansson's name printed out recently, but it threw me for such a big loop. Because I was reading it and I was like, is that how you spell Johansson? Scarlett Johansson? And I just kept being like, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Like I had to <laughs> like <laughs> say it over and over again. Cause I was like, yeah. it's just one of those words, like it looks like it's spelt wrong. Yeah. Like Johansson. But maybe that Yeah, like yeah. but maybe it's just maybe it's just me and I'm just like Liam, when people say uh from Kia Peel, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt like that it felt like that um, um but yeah like I, to go back to what you said something about like yeah she may make more money than us mortals here but it's all about accountability and i don't want to get into a rabbit hole with like the ray fisher stuff but there's been stuff with him and it's all about accountability disney is a giant they need to do what's right and not only that she's a woman and there's that thing where women don't get paid equal pay so like if this was a man I feel like 
the per Disney wouldn't listen to whoever that man was. So she needs to because going back to what we're about, us, me, and you, when it comes to art. Yes, I, I w- I'm not. I don't really care for the money, but I would love for my project to like break in money. Obviously, for so I can do something with a living. But if I know something is being done wrong, I don't want to be wronged by some giant that also I looked up to growing up. Disney yeah. movies were my thing. Now you're gonna wrong me, but and you know, so it, it kind of sucks. And they need to do what's right. Yeah, I think at the at the base of it, it's just you know that equal playing field for everyone. Yeah, you know. It doesn't matter your age, race, gender, like anything at all. It's it should be an equal playing field, you know. And with this, it's like it kind of seems like they pulled the rug from underneath her, you know. Again, I'm not no, I'm not an expert or anything. I'm just a Joe yeah. Schmo. But you know, it's just seeing that. I think public perception is also a big deal too. And I mean, listen, Disney is not a saint. Disney has been doing some shady stuff forever. Yeah. Um, you know, they've breached contracts before. I'm sure this won't be the last time, but they're, and we also don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but yeah, it just doesn't look right. And then somebody else, um, who was it? They were going to join the suit with Scarlett uh, Johansson. Emma Stone for uh, Emma Stone. Cruella, which I haven't yeah. seen yet, but um, that's neither here nor there, but um, that's true. I think they did exactly the same thing, um, which yep. makes me think because, for the longest time, they were Disney themselves were experimenting, which I get. You can experiment, but when it comes to doing the right thing, like you owe this person money, that's what you need to fix. Because I remember when HBO or rather WB was like, "Yeah, their movies are going to come out the same day in theaters and on streaming." The, the directors were not happy about that because you got someone like uh, Christopher Nolan, uh, done again, Dennis Villeneuve. They believe, and this is to me, this comes from like I feel it's a little pretentious, but they said it should only be seen in theaters. But if you think about it, after the movie's out of theaters, it's gonna go to home video and streaming anyway. I think but, some of the like yeah. Yeah. I think some of that comes like like with Dune specifically, I remember like I I I read like the director's like like comments or whatever. And I kinda like that I kind of agree with. Like he says that the grandness of that movie mm-hmm. will get lost in a TV screen. So if you want to see it and fully experience that movie, it should be in the theaters, which I understand. And I, I mean, it kind of, you know, and I think HBO does it uh, like, since it's different from Disney, I think they do it a pretty okay way. It's not perfect, but like, you know, they do day in uh day and date with theaters and HBO max, but then it leaves HBO max and stays in theaters and then it returns yeah. to HBO Max months later on, like yeah. the DVD release. And I haven't looked into it, and I should, but I believe they're, they they did what, what was right. They they I think they renegotiated that too, because I think the money mm-hmm. thing there's not there's not a big money thing when it comes to WB and their the creatives and the actors. I think that's been renegotiated. But like you said, it's there for thirty days. And then it gets taken out, but it's still in theaters. Cause the like, all right, because like a few months back, whenever Mortal Kombat was uh, on HBO Max, I wasn't really you know crazy to go see it, but it was on there. Had nothing to do. Watched half of it. I was like, uh, don't care for it. I was like, I'll come back the next day, but it was I missed it. it it's not there anymore. So I'm like, all right, I'll just have to wait till it comes back on HBO Max. 
But uh, and that was like yeah, yeah. similar to what happened with uh, Kong and Godzilla for me. Like I, I was very yeah. interested. I just missed it. I just never got to see it, and now it's back on HBO Max. Um, Mortal Kombat, another shameless cash grab, to be honest. But the fight scenes, I think, were fantastic. The entire oh, yeah. other hour and forty minutes of that movie is utter yeah. trash. But the fight scenes were super good. Yeah, I because I to me I was like there was a game, and I know there was an animated movie. Not to like get off tangent here, but the, and I was like, why are they making a live version of this? And I'm like, okay, if they're gonna do a live version, they have to do. Well, this there was movie. a game, uh, and this was all recent. Yeah, yeah, there was a cartoon. This, it and I mean, all recently. I mean, all like from the beginning. You got to remember, there was the the two live action movies in the '90s. The first one oh, did yeah, okay. Yeah. The yeah. second one did terrible. Um, I'm pretty sure they had two cartoons. They had that animated movie not too long ago. Um, yeah. The live yeah, action I'm talking movie. about in, in recent times, like real recent. Yeah. Like the, when you said cash grab, I immediately thought like this all happened in a span of two years. Yeah, the yeah, game, for sure. Animated movie and live movie. I was like, and then I was like, why are they doing this? But then, that live movie should have like it should have been way better. But they just I don't yeah. know cash grab again. Like you know, so I think the casting, some of the casting was really good, and then some of the like I think it was half and half. Half of them were like super good, and then the other half were like. Oh, you're trying like really hard, yeah. and then just the plot was weird, and don't even know the plot. <laughs> yeah, it was just a weird. I watched thing. Half of it. I'm like, where's this going? Yeah, the whole that guy that they made up for the movie is Scorpion's, like, oh yeah, descendant. Descendant. Yeah, it was weird, but anyway, going back, uh, yeah, it's just shameless cash grabs all over the place. It's not that awesome, but um. I mean, hopefully, like it. I mean, it'll no, never chill out. It's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, it's Hollywood, and, and, and that's something I've always complained about too. Like, what was it? I was talking to someone about it. I'm losing my train of thought, but yeah, the cash grab thing—it it just kind of sucks. Oh, so I I saw Reminiscent with Hugh Jackman. Nothing I was feeding to see. It was garbage, right? Didn't they do like? It actually wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Really. Yeah, so I like me and my cousin were like, "Yo, let's just go see it." And then one of my other friends is like, "Nah, it looks like what?" The trailer is horrible. I'll tell you that. But I <laughs> went to see the movie, and I wanted to see it because I wanted to see Wolverine on the screen. That's all. <laughs> I just want to. Of course, Wolverine. I get that. That's all. And I met him at where, where I work, so I was like, "That's cool. I, I got to see my man's." It was not bad, but the movie is a. It's not a remake. It's literally the same plot as an old movie. I forget the name of it. I'll look it up. Oh, it looks exactly like Total Recall. No, no, not Total Recall, a different one. But it kind of has that same vibe. It's called, it has the same, it's the same plot. You know, a guy who works for the police and it deals with memories as well. It's the whole thing. And that got me upset because this is why Hollywood, to me, personally sucks. And I mean, well, when I say Hollywood, I mean American movies or the people making them. Because they keep rebooting or remaking things. And that's like, yeah, that the creativity is dying because of that. Because it makes, it it sucks because like, I want to be one of those people making new things. But then you're like, nah. This, like, and I've said this to you before. And I think I've said this on our last episode. If I wrote Inception and it was perfect, you're going to tell me no. Because I have no credit. I have nothing. I don't have a name like Chris Nolan. And I, I could have been my, and I could have, it could have been mine. So 
it's like, why not make something fresh? But like I said, I digress. I wanted to see Hugh Jackman. It wasn't bad. Whatever. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. And it's um man, I you you had me thinking about something else and I totally it like went out the window. Yeah, sorry about that. No, 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 it's all good. Um yeah, it just sucks, man. Like the like I, I can understand the the rebooting and all that because some things I can see, you know, maybe we can do it better. Oh, now I remember. It's like maybe we could do it better. Um, but a lot of them it's kinda like, dude, just leave it alone. Just stop. Stop like bring in new ideas. Like the one thing that another movie that I kind of wrote off immediately was Candyman. Like, I mean, I know Jordan Peele's attached and I like his stuff. Um, but I was just like, you know, it does like it didn't do great back then. I doubt I doubt that it's gonna do great now. And I I kind of got told to shut up. It's reviewing really, really well. But it was another one of those things where I saw so many commercials nonstop about it. I was like, oh, it's going to suck. I was like, it's going to suck. They're yeah. just trying to get butts in the seats. But apparently it's reviewing pretty well. I think IGN just gave it a nine. Yeah, like, I did see that. So, I mean, hey, maybe it'll be like the next new Jordan Peele like horror movie that's good. Um but it's I, like I'm on the same wavelength. Like I'm kind of over rehashing and redoing everything every couple years. Like just let it go. Bring some new ideas to the table. Yeah. Like that's why I feel like the perfect example about that. Do you remember a couple years back? Um, we were probably in in college uh, when the Oscar for the like the best picture was that black and white movie, the silent movie with the dog in it, and that dog got like super famous. It was a French movie. Oh no, I don't. It, it won best what? what yeah, it won like best picture, like oh, it, no. the big the big guy. Yeah, it was it was a black and white silent movie, and it was one of the main characters was a dog, or one of like supporting characters, whatever. And the dog got like really famous for a little while. But it sounds familiar. I just don't recall. But it. I feel like it won that award specifically because it was different. You know, because there's so like so many things that aren't new. There's so many things like and as much as I love superhero movies and stuff like that, like it is honestly like a rebooting or a rehashing of like comic books and different other like printed media that we've seen forever. And I love seeing it on the big screen because it's, you know, stuff that I like and I don't want it to go away anytime soon. But when we get to like sequels like that are 20 years apart, like the thing that comes to mind is like Dumb and Dumber 2. Like oh, yeah. when they did that sequel and it was like, dude, just let it be like stupid movies are stupid in the moment and they're fun. But then like when you go back to it 20 years later, it's not as fun. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of. Oh, back to uh, going to. Uh, was it going to America or whatever it was? Oh, coming to America. Oh, coming yeah. To America, yeah. Like that. I was like, I saw it and I was like, okay. Yeah, it's not the same. Like, I liked what he did, like, specifically with Coming to America. um, Eddie Murphy made sure that, like, I think it was, like, most of, if not the entire crew was uh, black. Like, they were all African-Americans. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, and other minorities. And that's awesome. Like, that's a great thing, giving jobs to people of color because, you know, in Hollywood, it's mostly dominated by white people. It just it is what it is. Um. So I like that that was a cool thing that he did, but he did not need to make that movie at all. <laughs> that was not a necessary 
could have done another movie with the same idea, like you know, have more exactly color in your team. But yeah. yep. But yeah. Hopefully, in the future, everything is better and more original. And I mean, talking about the future, future, like Chrome, future, like straight up Squidward in the fetal position, crying. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see this freaking Tesla robot? The Tesla bot? The images. The image of, of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not out yet. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the images. Dude, it is terrifying. Yeah. I wouldn't buy one. I wouldn't. That even is if I could the, afford it. That is the first thing I thought of when I saw that iRobot. I was like, these things are too close to the iRobot posted. He posted it. He, he put... <laughs> The robot and his face looking at the robot, and it was hilarious. He was like, Are you dude, serious? it's so crazy that we're in this time and like seeing stuff where like, like humanoid robots are like really, 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 really becoming a thing. Like, it's weird if you look at it in the grand scheme of the last two, three months. I immediately thought of um, Blade Runner, like replicants, and we could go mm-hmm. to space now. Like. If we find if we colonize a planet, we can start sending our Tesla robots up there straight up Blade Runner. I'm staying in my house and I'm gonna buy real estate so I can have space to do activities. And hopefully we have a teleport machine so I can just teleport to your house, teleport to my parents' house, and that's all I need to go to. And work, hopefully I have enough money from my books to fund everything. But I'm not leaving the house. I'm not. It's crazy. Dude, it's the freaking Boston Dynamics thing. Like, dude, yeah. that thing was wild. So I thought it was a video. Like, I thought, not a video. Like, I thought it was uh, like animated. CG like or a, something. Yeah, yeah. Like CG. And I was like, so for so those that don't know what we're talking about, the Tesla, everyone knows the, the company Tesla and Elon Musk, they announced their own robot. And it's literally like a humanoid robot that they're trying to bring to market in like a year or two. And then Boston Dynamics is the robotics group that for the last, I don't know, I feel like 10 plus years, they've really been doing like really big innovations in robotics. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, you've seen those those uh, videos of robots that. getting like pushed over and like standing up or like the dog robot that'll follow you around and pick things up. But yeah, now they were able to get their like... I forgot the name of the actual robot. I know the dog one's called Spot, but I don't remember what like the human one is called. But it's um, standing upright like a human. So yeah, it's, it's standing upright. It's running, and it was able to do a freaking obstacle course like American Ninja status, which was like it's insane. And I think I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's not remote control. I'm pretty sure it's all AI. Yeah, I think it's it's programmed, but. Uh, it, it, I think it's learning. It's all program learning. Yeah. So it's kind of like, because I know Apple is doing their program learning too. Basically, like Siri, it's pretty primitive, mm-hmm. but it's still learning. Because the way like it did, it did running, jumping, and like, because it doesn't have fingers, but it has like hand nubs where it puts it, like to me, it was fascinating. It puts his hand on the thing and it like, it lunges yeah, over. Yeah, it vaulted, it vaulted and, yeah. over like cover. And then I was like, that, and I immediately thought of, Robot warfare, and that's why I'm staying yep. home. I'm not leaving the house, but I got stock in Tesla, so I'm Gucci. <laughs> yeah, it like jumps over cover like in a freaking 
Call of Duty game. It did like little somersaults. Mm. And when I was like reading uh, the article about it and all that, it it linked me to, did you see this Baby Groot video that Disney put out? So did you ever see, uh, I think it was like two years ago now. I think they might have started using it, but I'm not sure yet. They developed um, robots to do stunts in Disney shows. So like to do like, yeah, to do like flips and like acrobatics to like kind of minimize any um, like injuries and stuff. Yeah. So Disney has been working on that for a while. I don't think it's implemented yet. Be It might be because I know that they had like a pretty prominent Spider-Man one that was like to do flips and stuff. Um, Wasn't that the Spider-Man one in because of uh, the injuries at the Broadway show? Or the, is that later mm-hmm. on? Oh, that's totally different. different. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is for the theme park in in California. Yes. Okay. So, so now I saw this a couple months back. They released a. They've been building this baby Groot um, robot for. I think it was like two years now. Dude, it is a walking, talking baby Groot. It literally is an actual baby Groot. It's like maybe like a foot and a half tall and it walks around and it's a freaking robot. And like, it's, it looks wild. Like it looks, I mean, you could tell it's a robot, but it looks exactly like baby Groot. Like you'd be like, Oh, Oh, at first glance, you would think that this thing's like a kid in a costume or something. It's walking around. It waves. It says, I am Groot. Like, and it's meant to be an interactive character in the theme parks. So yeah. this is the first one that they're building and I'm sure they're going to keep going throughout and make like real interactive characters that are robots walking through the park and that like you could hug baby Groot and like take a picture with it and stuff. And it's like a robot. Yeah. It's insane how far like robotics are coming. And I feel like a very, very short amount of time. I mean, listen, I'm no scientist major doctor person but but you're you're of an intelligent being that came from i hope so and like you can you know together seeing robots it like blows my freaking mind yeah like it when you said that when you said baby grew i immediately thought of uh people say baby yoda but grogu um because if you ever watch uh it's the it's the sec it's the show that comes after Mandalorian. So it's Mandalorian season one, and there's something called the Gallery for Mandalorian, and they show you like the mechanics they make for uh, Baby mm-hmm. Yoda, and it's cool because but obviously it's controlled, but I can imagine the innovation that John Favreau and um, Filoni, Filoni, to ha- yeah, like to have that created, to get that created is really dope. So I'm I'm sure because it's all Disney. They're all talking to each other about yeah. They're all sharing sharing technologies and ideas yeah. and stuff. If in some timeline, depending on how they work the story, if Grogu comes back, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the episode of Gallery. If it's a walking, talking Grogu without being controlled by a remote, because from the from the show, it shows that they're using like some RC control that you know they built yeah. themselves and it just works. But to see. The fact that you said that uh, Baby Groot is walking around in some theme park, he Baby Yoda's not far along. He's not that it far. Can't be. It's yeah. just it's gonna happen. 
Yeah, it can't be. And it's like, I know that they haven't released it yet or anything like that. It's still like being worked on and I'm sure they want to make sure it doesn't like short out and electrocute someone while they're taking a picture. But yeah, man, it looks insane. Like, you know, and, and in the the video, they kind of had like the journey. So how it started out with the frame and then it was like a really big one and they were able to shrink it down over the course of like two years. And now it's like, obviously bigger than what baby Groot would actually be because baby Groot's like six or seven inches. But yeah, it's about it. To me, it looked like about a foot and a half, maybe two feet. And it's a walking, talking baby Groot. And it's super weird. Random. I just need to say this because it kind of popped in my brain. You said, take a picture and short out. I immediately thought of, uh, uh, what's the name of that movie? Uh, I had it, and it's when uh, Jordan uh, Jordan Peele's movie, uh, the first one that he did, that we all loved. Get Out? Yes, Get Out. Thank you. It reminded me of that. Mm. <laughs> Take a picture of baby group, and it just becomes self-aware. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, my God, help me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually talking, not saying I am Groot. No, it's like talking. <laughs> it's like a real person's voice. Get me out of here, please. It is, and they're like, "Oh, don't worry about that, folks. He's just having a malfunction." <laughs> and they, they drag him off. He's like, "Please, it's hell!" Ah! It's 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 actually uh, Rick for Rick and Morty. He's just like, uh, uh, "What's the, what's it?" He's like, he says his like catchphrase, and he's just like, "No, I'm saying." Well, love a job, dub. But yeah, nah, that would be that, crazy. Like talking about self awareness, I did write uh, when I was writing an article for this online publication. You ever watch Westworld? No. It's ob- it's been on my list forever, but yeah, no. When you get to it, I'll tell you now, season one is super great. Season two is like, damn, what's going on? I Personally, I love it all, but it's great. Mm-hmm. But I wrote a paper or the article about it, how it's dangerous for robots to become self-aware. In the, in the premise for Westworld, these robots look literally human. Like, yeah. you can't tell. But their insides are like, you know, it's made of some sort of, you know, synthetic whatever. Um, when you shoot them, they still bleed, blah, blah, blah. They're programmed to think that they're dying. Obviously, you can reuse the robots, blah, blah, The dangerous part of it is like by the end of season one, then, you know, that's like the origins of them becoming self-aware. And it's just like, I remember writing the paper and watching the show. The show, watching anything, reading anything about this is fascinating. But the fact that we're going to get to this is going to be scary on some, like, iRobot status. I remember reading an article by that they interviewed uh, Stephen Hawkins about, like, how dangerous we should not be pursuing artificial intelligence. Because think about it. So I work in the Apple store. You know, people come in. They have glitches on their phones. Imagine if it's a walking, talking phone and it glitches on you. We don't want that. And... I think Stephen Hawking, I don't think, I know he's right. Dude is the smartest man on the planet. We don't want that. Well, he works. It's, it's scary. We don't want it. I'm just going to no, say that. Not at all. We don't. It's and cool. I feel like, yeah, it's cool in movies. Like, you know, they had this thought with the freaking Terminator. Why? What aren't we learning? Like, what aren't we getting as a human race? Like, hey... We need but to this stop is their thought it. process. Oh, that's fake. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably like, what they thought. <laughs> the Terminator will happen. Skynet is called Tesla. We need to stop Literally. it now. 
It's um, I don't know. I mean, it's cool to see, but it's also kind of scary to see like where it would possibly go. You're right. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really hyped to see. Like, I'm really hyped to see that we're getting farther with it because that means people that are have been had amputated or lost limbs or anything like that, we can attach robotic parts. The thing, the only tricky part is it's not that hard to make a limb. It's just the nerve parts. Because obviously, yeah. if my hand, my left hand, is, it's just not going to be the same. Hopefully, the nerve, the nerve technology is getting better, better every year. Yeah. Um, that's something I would like to. I think that's very cool because. Yeah, it makes me think, and the nerd in me makes me think of Full Metal Alchemist or even mm -hmm. iRobot. We find out he has a metal or a robotic arm. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, not a good solid five. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, no, all that stuff is definitely great, and I think that that's the that should be a goal, right? To kind of help increase, uh, what is it, like quality of life or, for a lot of yeah. Yeah, for a lot of people, I think that would be fantastic. Like that's where we should be going with it. But I mean, the the other half of it, you know, with Arnold Schwarzenegger showing up naked in an alley, getting ready to kill someone, it's uh, it's pretty scary stuff. Well, I think it's okay if you're not the target. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm not the target and I see this happen across the street, I'm definitely shades. <laughs> yep, shades down, and I'm going to crawl into bed and start crying hysterically like there's no way i'm gonna be able to process that correctly yeah none if even if you told me i'd be like justin let's get out of here yeah there's Woke no way I would, I would yeah i would be like you you need some help dude like there's no way i would allow that to even enter my mind palace as, <laughs> as like a real thought <laughs> i hate the fact that musk is like oh yeah it's not meant it's only it's only meant to pick up or like pick up a certain amount of weight or anything like that. I'm like, I don't care. It will learn <laughs> to do certain things. Like, yeah. like I know I weigh 200 pounds. It may be able to pick up what 100, but it's gonna learn how to pick me up. <laughs> uh, two, okay, one can only pick up 100, but two of them could pick <laughs> you up. <laughs> yeah, just wait. And not That's even that. It it knows more math than me. It will use physics to kill me. So hell yeah, it'll use like a penny to kill you. It'll flick it in the right way, and it, yeah, it'll ricochet and go through your eye and done. Yeah. And that's it. And look at that, we solved it, guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> you could look back and see we called it. We literally called it. Just make sure they can't lift more than a hundred pounds, and we're fine. That's all a lie. Anyway, <laughs> we're nearing the end. Yes. So, Justin, mm -hmm. I want to ask you first, what are you reading <laughs> or watching right now? So I'm not reading a gosh darn thing because I suck and I need to actually. You read don't things. suck. You just take I things in differently. I haven't read things in so long. I miss reading. I really do. It's just I can't find like the the drive to do it. It's so costly it takes time and i mean like i guess everything takes time it's just i'd rather not have to read you know but i have been watching a lot of things so right now i'm kind of taking a hiatus i have not been watching the office which is this is probably the longest stretch of not watching the office that i've had oh, that's in crazy a couple of years yeah i haven't watched an episode of the office in a couple months um but right now i am in the middle of watching friends again friends is fantastic and I have jumped back on the One Piece train. 
So I am now on episode, I think last time, I'm in the 540s, I think. Yeah, I'm in the 540s. So I'm so just jealous. For, for, <laughs> for everyone that doesn't know, One Piece is a Japanese anime. I mean, it's it's English dubbed, and it's been dubbed since, like, the 90s. 1990. So, yeah, so I'm slowly making my way through all a thousand plus episodes. Like I said, I'm in like the 540s, so I still got. I'm I I'm I think I'm about halfway because it's it's at what you're about yeah it's like nine something nine hundred something but like okay, you, something. when you got back into it you moved pretty quickly so oh yeah so yeah, I would say slowly it, <laughs> yeah when I got back into it I crushed like fifty episodes in like two days I, I yeah. went real I went through a lot but yes it is a pirate anime and it is quite possibly one of the best shows ever created. And every single episode is a delight. I strongly recommend it to every single person ever. I think there's something in it for everyone. Um, it's just fantastic. I'm watching it on Funimation with Jay's help, of course. He has the accounts. So um, don't tell the FBI, but I'm stealing it and I'm using it to watch it. Um, but yeah, man, it's a fantastic show. I love it. Every, like, And every single arc, so every couple... You know, episodes, every saga that it goes through, I get a new favorite character. So I was just introduced to Kung Fu Point Chopper when he gets yes. to like be all fat and kung fu y. Dude, yes. new favorite character. I told you, that's one of my, one of the reasons why he's been my favorite character before that, but this kind of upped it for me. Yeah, new favorite character. He can character. finally like handle his own with like the grunts, which is cool. But it's just funny because he's just like, Whoa. And he looks and like, like those characters. That yeah, he, he, yeah, he looks like those like cavemen guys. But it's fantastic. Yes, everyone, go now. Run, run as fast as you can. Running Not around so at the much. speed of sound, just run and go get a subscription to Funimation. There's so much to watch. There's so much one for you. Even if you're not reading so it, watch it. Like so the much. reason I and I said it earlier, I'm jealous because I'm up to date. I've been watching this not to get into a rabbit hole, but I've been watching this since I was 12, 13. And this was when it was like on 4Kid, when it was like super edited, chopped up, dubbed. Oh, I, but, I started then as well. Yeah. And but then I had to rewatch it because there was a lot of stuff we missed. Mm-hmm. The pirate rap was cool. I don't care what anyone says because it still put it was me fantastic. On. But um I don't want to get too gum, into gum. <laughs> But I remember talking to Gabby yesterday, and we were talking about how, like, what can you talk about for three hours? And this is what I said. Like, literally, not like I said, not to get into it, but the philosophy behind this is part of me. It's literally, a, like, one of the core things about this is about friendship. And this is literally why I take it so seriously. Like, friendship is a thing that I love. And it's not something that's been created. It's always been a thing, the idea of friendship. And it's, it's this is like friendship personified in anime form or in book form, whatever, what have you. But it's great. And what Justin says, go watch it. Just stop listening to us. Just go. Come back yep. and finish this. Go, I'll forgive you. Back. I forgive you. Don't worry about yep. it. Just go watch Still it. Here. Yeah. But that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy because, like, I'm jealous. Because you're watching it with virgin eyes. Like, I wish I had the... Uh, denuralizer to just blind my not blind 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 my brain so I can watch it from episode one. I, and I'm rewatching it for the fourth time. So I'm like 
in the middle, like twice. Oh, in that's so English. much. So I'm just, so but much. I just have it playing in the background, yeah. and I'm just like working, and I will watch it. But I get too distracted from my work to watch mm-hmm. it. But it's so yeah, that, I can't I, have it on while I'm working because then I just get too sucked into it, yeah. and I gotta stop. And I think I'm reading it again. Just you hear the crickets. <laughs> but I think I am. And I don't know why I say I think, because I am. I, I'm up to the part with Zoro again, fighting Mihawk. Mm. Yeah. So I'm probably going to look at good parts. I'm not going to go through it. Anyway. Not through every single page. Yeah. But so, that's, okay. It's good. So that's so we covered me. What are you reading and or watching? Uh, so reading. Because uh, right now I'm just watching too many things. I just watch anything that I can, or that I'm in the mood. But reading, I'm reading Doom. Everyone mm. always talked about Dune. The movie Dune is coming out, and I like to read before the movie comes out. It's such a dense book. I, I'm, I can't read normally. I read the same page for five hours. But like you know, you're in the train. It takes me like an hour, less than an hour to go to work. Maybe it takes me like forty minutes, and mm-hmm. I don't like staying on the same page for like twenty of those minutes, and it it sucks. So I have an audio book. So I can listen okay. while I'm reading. So it gets me through. Because so, I'm a good listener. I'll mm. listen, read along. And I was going to suggest that to you too. Like if you ever do do that. Because um, you're in the train. So I'm just like, you know, I'm reading and I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great book. I'm, Dude, I was scared to read it without the audiobook Because I was like, bro, mm-hmm. this is such a big book. And I've read. So I thought it was bigger. It was more pages than the book that I read. The most I've ever read was like 500 plus pages. This mm-hmm. is like Closest, it's like 400 plus pages, but it's very oh, dense. Okay. That's the difference. It's just the, the words, like every chapter is a conversation between two or more people, two or two or four people max. But there's so much going on. The way he's, um, Herbert is describing like, like random things. It's really good. Um, I don't know where to start, but the way I would describe it, it's like Game of Thrones in space. Hmm. Um, do you know the premise of the story? I know that it's like they're in space and they're <laughs> going around and they're in space. Okay. That's really it. I know that I'll, there was a movie made by David Lynch in the 90s. Which became and, a cult class. Actually. Yeah. And that there's this book or maybe late 80s and there's this book. That's it. And okay. a new movie is coming out with Timothy okay. Chamele, the Timothy Ch- Ch- Chamele as the as the lead. Chamele, Chamele, Lele, Lele, Lele. I think he's Hawaiian. I think he probably is. All right. <laughs> um, no. So basic premise is that uh, Timothy Chamele, uh, his character Paul Atreides, the Atreides family has been tasked mm-hmm. to uh, take care of this planet called Arrakis, which is dubbed Doom which is a desert planet. Uh, long story short, people start getting killed, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Paul Atreides has to mingle with the, the natives of that planet to do something. I don't know what that something is because I've not purposely avoided it. I just never knew what it was about until I started reading this book. Um, I did want to see the original movie that was came, that came out in the 80s. But I was like, let me read the book first and then watch that movie because I heard it. It's a it's a divisive movie. Like people hated it, people loved it. It's a cult classic uh, film, but 
the one thing I read about was um, Dennis, the director for the new movie. He said that he took he took some lessons from the first movie where he should have broken up that movie into two instead of trying to cram all that literature into one movie. Because I think it's like a two-hour movie. It's still, that's too much. So for this movie that's coming out in about two months, I believe that's just going to be part one of the book, which makes sense because it's too much. Um, but it's a great book. It's a great book. Um, if if you like Game of Thrones, you like Star Wars, definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. It's a great book. Almost, yeah, I'll probably almost. I'll probably end up watching that movie. I mean, just for the for the gigs, just check it out. But it's Oscar Isaac and Shyamalan. Oscar Isaac's in it too. Yeah, he plays uh, Paul Atreides' dad. He plays the mm. dad. And Dave Batista is in it, right? Mm, yes, he plays some guy who's a badass. He's really cool. And Zendaya, right? Mm, yeah, she plays the love interest, Chamie. Mm. I don't know if they're gonna miss. They're gonna change the sounding of that, but yeah, it's a Chimney. very high. It's very high level uh, concept. <laughs> it takes place. What were you gonna say? I thought, I thought you said it's very hot, and I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess so. It's on a desert. It's a desert planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, it's very high. Level. Like it takes place so far in the future where they <laughs> disregarded. They call it because it it was written in sixty. It was published in sixty five. So computers are called thinking machines. So for like they this they like don't use computers anymore. So the way they do space travel or like uh, what do you call it? Uh, light speed folding. What, what, uh, I keep I'm using final space, light speed. But yeah, light speed travel. They zoomy zoom because in order yeah in order to like uh, put your destination in, you need to like accurate like. Because if you don't have an accurate uh, destination, you just blow up in space. So they have these humans that are, uh, I guess, mutated. Like, I think that they mutate their brains, but it mutates their bodies physically. So they're, like, in a chamber somewhere that do the thinking, which is really cool. Like, it's such high-level concept. But, like, and the reason I know this is because I typed it in because I don't – it was hard for me to picture what these, like, beings look like. Typed it in. Mm-hmm. It came up on, like, the Wikia page. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. It's really cool. I I love it. I love it so far. And it, if it's really that good, I might read two and three, which are also big books. Mm. But we'll see. Well, we'll tell see. me tell me how that is because I definitely won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably have to read other stuff. One of my coworkers, or actually my manager, gave me a book to read, a Star Wars book, and I was like, oh, I gotta read this first before that. But I'll get to that later. But yeah, that's what I'm reading. Dude. Well, cool, man. Sounds like, sounds like some cool stuff. I'll definitely check out the movie when it comes out and gauge my interest off of that. But I mean, it, it sounds like it's going to be a cool, a cool time. But I think, uh, I think that's it for today, right? Yeah. All right. Well, here we are signing off. The average Jays. This is Jay. Justin Ruiz. <laughs> I was gonna say you're gonna say your name. <laughs> so that's Jay Justin Ruiz, and I'm Jay Jeremy Francois. There we go. Okay, <laughs> love you guys. Thank you for listening. See you later. Tune in next time.